Thanks for checking out our Legacy Church podcast. We know you'll be blessed and encouraged by today's message. Now here's Pastor Ron. I want to talk today about a star. And I want to read in the book of Matthew, starting with chapter 2, verse 1. After Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea, during the time of King Herod, Magi from the east came to Jerusalem and they asked... Where is the one who has been born king of the Jews? And we saw his star when it rose and have come to worship him. And in Matthew 2, verse 9, we know that that in this passage of scripture, when the wise men went to King Herod and asked that question, he immediately called upon priests and teachers of the law because he was concerned when they said a king has been born. He was threatened by this proclamation that the wise men were making. And we know that afterwards, King Herod sent his soldiers to kill all the newborn young males under two years old. And so it goes on to say that after they had heard the king, they went on their way and the star that they had seen went went ahead of them until it stopped over the place, the exact place where the child was. And when they saw the star, they were overjoyed. On coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother Mary. They bowed down and worshipped him. Then they opened their treasures and presented him the gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to go back to Herod, they returned to their country by another route. It's interesting how many times God will speak to people in a dream. And we talked about that last week. 700 years before this happened, the prophet Isaiah prophesied, the people walking in darkness have seen a great light. And those living in the land of deep darkness, a light has dawned. I want to talk about this light. Many, of it, many people call it the Christmas star. Some of you know that my wife loves stars. She loves birds and stars. And even a week and a half ago, she had us outside in the freezing cold looking for meteorite showers at midnight. And that wasn't enough, so she set her alarm because she said there's going to be more meteorites coming at 2 in the morning. And that's how much she loves stars. It takes a million years for a star to form. Out of dust and gravity, a star has formed. This specific star has made it in history that God formed this star for a specific purpose, a divine purpose. This star fulfills prophecies written about light coming into darkness. An exact purpose God had for this star. But I'm here to tell you today 
that you are more important to God than a star. You were in God's heart millions of years before you were born because you too have a purpose on this earth. And just as heaven awaited this star to arise in darkness, this star to penetrate the darkness for a purpose, the Bible talks about heaven waiting for your divine calling, your purpose to be made manifest. The Bible talks about heaven awaiting the sons of God to be revealed in Romans 8.19. For the creation waits in eager expectation for the children of God to be revealed. Every time a person gives their life to Jesus, a star is born. Every time a person comes and worships the Lord, light penetrates the darkness of that person's soul and a star is ignited and creation sees another child of God. Just like creation was looking for the star of Bethlehem, creation looks for you and me to have a spiritual awakening. In Matthew 5, 14, it says, you are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. You know, people say, never speak about religion and politics. The Bible says, don't put your light under a bowl. Instead, they put it on a stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. I thank God that this church is filled with stars. I thank God that this church is filled with lives who've been touched by the light of Christ, who've gone from darkness to light. How many can thank God that you know you were in darkness at one time? You are a star now that lights up the light of Christ to this world. You're more important than even the star of Bethlehem. Your life is more important than any other creation because you are created in the very image of God. These wise men, they studied astronomy. And they studied the prophecies because Daniel was in Babylon and he brought God's word to wise men. And they were the counselors to kings. And, you know, you study history, tradition says that some of these wise men came from Arabia or Ethiopia, from India. And these were the men that the kings would go to for answers to their questions. But what's interesting is, even though they were following the star, their intellect got in the way. And their first stop was the wrong place. Their first stop was Herod's palace. Because they're thinking, of course, a king is to be born. They were waiting for this event to happen. And a king, of course, would be born where? 
in a palace. And they go to Herod's palace, a place they shouldn't have gone to. But that's not how Jesus was born. Jesus wasn't born in a palace. And Jesus isn't born in our lives when everything is pretty and good looking. Jesus was born in a messy place. He was born in a stable, a dirty place. A place that seemed unfit for God. How could God, his son, God's son be born in a stable? See, the mind cannot comprehend God's ways. We put God in our own little box and we put ourselves in that box where we think, wait a second, I must be perfect or I must be something for God to accept me. And sometimes because of our own intellect, our own feelings, our emotions, we will push God away because subconsciously we're saying to ourselves, I'm not worthy of God. I don't fit the mold. Well, I got good news for you today. Jesus doesn't fit your mold. He doesn't fit anyone's mold. Come on. Your mind will never lead you to God. It's God himself through the Holy Spirit who leads you to Jesus. When you're in your darkest time, he will bring a star. A star to lead you to his son. I think back in my life, and I know that in my darkest time, coming home in the middle of the night or early morning, sometimes I find my mother by the window, the kitchen window, waiting for her son. In my darkest time, my mom was praying. She was the star in my life. In my darkest time, when I was at the Rhode Island Mall, used to be called the Midland Mall, the older people, God brought a complete stranger to light up the way to Jesus and handed me a, a track with a prayer on it, inviting Jesus into my life with a church on it. And that piece of paper stayed on my bureau in my darkness, in my hopelessness. And I would not throw that away. It was like a star that was shining in the darkness of my life and my heart and pointing and pointing and pointing. Get to church. You need God. Get to church. For months, that thing illuminated. I could not touch it. I would not throw it away. It was a star. That that lady was a star in my life that God brought to point me to Jesus. See, who is the star? Do you remember the star who led you to Jesus? Who is the star in your life now? Maybe you're here and you don't know Christ. You don't know the God of Christmas. You have an idea. You have an intellectual understanding of who he is. But do you really know him? Who's the star that's pointing you to Jesus? 
Is it your friend? Is it a parent? Is it a pastor? God will even use a social media post, just like he used that piece of paper for me, pointing you to Jesus, pointing you to Jesus, pointing you to Jesus. And God is so filled with love, so filled with patience, that he'll keep giving you signs. The star was a sign. He'll keep giving you signs. Because the Bible says in 2 Peter 3.9, the Lord is not slow in keeping his promise, as some understand slowness. Instead, he is patient with you, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. So keep giving you signs. He'll bring you stars in your life. A friend, a pastor, of social media posts, an invite to a concert, an invite to church. God's always trying to reach you. He'll bring stars to you to point the way. Even the manger was a sign from God. That God would have his son placed in a feeding trough. And a manger would be an area that was carved out of stone many times, or or they made it with um, clay and mud, or they would make it with stones, and and they would take the manger was the reason for the manger would 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 be that they would take the firstborn male lamb, a spotless lamb, and they would wrap it in cloth, which means swaddling. They would wrap it tightly. They would swaddle the lamb because this lamb was was precious. This lamb was perfect. It was the lamb to be offered to God as a sacrifice for the atonement of sin. And they would place it in this manger. And here God is. Out of every place to be born, Jesus is born in a dirty stable, and he's placed in a manger because Jesus would be the Lamb of God who would take away the sins of the world. Come on. The Lord is always pointing to Jesus. That's the music ministry. See, I believe there are people here today, people watching online, or maybe even will see this later on this year who knows the Lord's talking to you the Lord's shining a light in your life he wants to shine a light into the hopelessness that we feel without Christ the sense of meaninglessness the sense of what is life about God wants to turn your darkness into a light. Your life has purpose to bring glory to Jesus Christ. We are saved because the the star of heaven, a person, has come into our life to show us who Jesus is. We come to Christ many times through people who have gone from darkness to light. But maybe you're here today where the Lord is giving you a sign or speaking to you and shining a light in your heart. And you even sense Him. You can sense the Holy Spirit. 
you can feel the Holy Spirit. Is He talking to you today? Do you need Jesus in your life? Do you need to return to Jesus? Maybe you're, you're away from Him. Maybe you've got hurt by religion. But Jesus isn't a religion. He's the Lamb of God who takes away your sins. He's our hope. He died so that you might go to heaven. He died so the powers of the devil and darkness and hell would be broken off of you through his love for you. Ask every head bow, eyes closed. Lord, I know that you're speaking to us today. Even us, Lord, who've been Christians for a long time, you want us to, to come closer to you as we enter this new year. But I pray right now, God, for those who need to know your love for them, that their life matters, God. They're not a mistake, Lord. They're not what this world would try to tell them or what their upbringing would try to tell them. They're your child. They're your son. They're your daughter. I pray, Holy Spirit, break darkness off of us today. Break hopelessness. Break the powers of sin and hell off of us. Let the love of Christ shine brightly into us. If you need Jesus today, this is the most powerful decision you'll make. Let me tell you, all heaven is watching right now. And all hell. The devil does not want one soul to be saved. But every head bow, eyes closed. If you need Jesus today, will you lift your hand? Say, Jesus, I want you in my life. I see your hand. I see your hand. Come on, raise your hand. Let the Lord see you. Let heaven see you. You're saying, I want to go to heaven. I want Jesus in my life. I see your hands. Those watching online, just lift your hands to the Lord. Don't let this day go by. Don't let this sign not mean anything to you that God is reaching out to you to save you from eternal damnation and, and give you a place in eternity. There's no more tears, no more sorrow. Amen, amen, amen. Let's pray this prayer together. Let's mean this with all of our heart. Dear Jesus, forgive me of all my sins. I'm sorry, Lord. I ask you to be my Lord and Savior. I thank you for talking to me today. I thank you for your forgiveness. I ask you to make my life new. Fill me with lights. And I ask you, Holy Spirit, to fill me and to reveal to me the purpose of my life. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, and amen. Thanks for listening. To hear more messages like this one, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. And if you like what you're hearing, consider rating it and even sharing it with family and friends. It helps so much. For more content from Legacy and to connect with us, go to LegacyChurchRI.com. And remember, the best is yet to come. Thank you.